long no, day. No, I don't need to cry. Without you, my friend. I don't, don't want to wait. When I tell you all about it, and I see you again. How can we bring growth back to a once great town? And it starts with a podcast field trip to the location of this home. Well, Senorid was not There lying. is no chance we're going there. <laughs> and whenever you see one of our teeny boppers on the piano, it means they're giving Uncle Al the pleasure of singing. Okay. Oh, boy. We can stop this right now. All right. We'll go ahead and close that window because Al's a creep. Back in the day, Al was just, oh, a sweet guy who really loves children. But now, Al's doing 20 to life. It's none other than uh, the legendary... What was his name? Al Alberts? (laughs) Al Alberts. Oh boy! Also known as the as Philadelphia television it. creep. Oh, as he said it, Uncle Al. Yeah, you know, with just his weekly group of teeny boppers. Come sit on over here, come on over and sit on my piano. Sing with Uncle Al. I was, you know, I listened to that yesterday as I make this introduction. <laughs> and what so got drowned in that? In the well, in the entirety of Uncle Al, and it was briefly mentioned, was how drunk he sounded. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like it, this was Sunday morning at seven a.m. According to to Brother Mike, <laughs> he said it was the, uh, the Al, Al Albert's Showcase, I believe the show was called. And what, Larry Ferrari, Sunday mornings, yeah. Followed by uh, Al. By Albert's the way, showcase. once again, third week in a row, we're starting. With, a, with with Ferrari talk, Ferrari and Albert's discussion. Boy, no, maybe yeah. that's why last week looks to be the lowest listened to episode we've had. Was in it months. really? It's not good. Okay, yeah, it's not good. Uh, but according to Brother Mike, all right. So here, here's what we got to do because people are probably looking at the description before just they lie. Yeah, say like the big giveaway. Yeah, one million dollars could be yours. The big giveaway. Steve's big reveal. Uh huh. Uh, you won't wh- believe what happened to both of us this morning. Yeah, yeah, and and then something like to end the show, really, really crazy. Like, you know, why did Katie leave Kyle? Steve's huge reveal, mm-hmm. and then down at the bottom. Okay, right before the fast five, uh, the real. Oh wait, but all in caps. The real reason that Katie left Kyle. <laughs> All right. So it's called clickbait. If we really wanted clickbait, we'd say Kyle details his time and space. Oh, boy. But I don't know if I want to. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't no. think I want to no. uh, touch touch that with a 10-foot pole at this point. No. Um, Maybe one day, though. Maybe when, when the numbers are really low <laughs> and we're real desperate. Yeah. So you think by just directly lying, we'll juice the numbers because... Uh-huh. Yeah, we need a big you one. Think people, we need a big one this week to get us back up to uh, to mediocre. You think people are just they've had it with the Ferrari talk? They may have. They may have had it with the Ferrari talk. Uh, personally, I haven't. 
I could talk about this all Listen, day. I told you week one I was done with Ferrari talk. <laughs> and then between week one and two, there's at least four to six text messages discussing Ferrari. Yeah, I saw that you tried to post a screenshot of one of them to Instagram, but you forgot to. No, uh, I did. It hit doesn't the work. To uncrop the photo. So you just see, like, Ferrari is the. <laughs> And that was no. I, I did it correctly, but even that size of an image, it was it still too, doesn't oh, it was crop. Too wide. Okay. And at that point, it was already posted. I'm not <laughs> not deleting it. Done with it. Our social media struggles. I'm telling you, continue. Instagram is the worst <laughs> of the social medias. Instagram's the worst. Yeah, it's dumb because the problem with Instagram and and forgive me for going off this early in the oh, morning and this it, early man. in the episode. Do it. This is it. This is a hot tate right here because. Here's the problem with Instagram. Okay. Is it supposed to be a simple picture platform, right? Mm-hmm. Post, and, you know, for years the joke was, hey, I posted my dinner on Instagram. Yeah. Well, good for you. I hope you enjoyed your chicken parmesan. Preach, brother. <laughs> Keep going. But it didn't take long. And now it's a stupid ad hocking service for you know fake celebrities that we're now calling influencers Mm -hmm. and it's a picture but a picture is just the means for you to get to the three page long caption you talking kyle talking about how you know this new oil burned the fat off their belly (laughs) and use this for 20 percent off maybe instagram was good at one point Uh maybe but instagram is is a cesspool of a different variety compared to Twitter, where Twitter you see just, you know, sh- faceless shadows with 15 numbers at the end of their name saying, no, you're dumb, vaccines don't work, and they killed my kid. But on Instagram, it's not a photo anymore. Just put it on Twitter. More people are there. Is that true? More people are on Twitter? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably skewed youth, but I... I Man, and I say this with zero knowledge, I would bet the number one service is probably still Facebook. But yeah, Facebook's got like two billion people or something. Like a third of the world's population is actually. Well, on and Facebook. it's different because if you look at Twitter, you have you could I could make fourteen accounts right now. Yeah. Like you handle two. You have yours, mm-hmm. you handle the radio show, and three, three with this, yeah. And I handle this and the and the podcast one. So unique profiles, I would bet Facebook is still the leading social media yeah. service. And Instagram just needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. You're right, man. I think, in fact, I'm done posting to it from the show. I'm done. We need a hot take intro. They've got their ridiculous, stupid, oh, it's going to be a square, going to be a square. Why? There's no limitations, Steve. It's 2019. Just make it so the picture shows up. For God's sake, man. You're not unique. Hot take. Would people lose their mind if Instagram allowed different ratio photos? Hot take. Because where people lost their S when Twitter decided 280 characters was okay now. Hot take. But it's just normal. It's normal. Twitter 280, nobody said a peep about it in three years. But if I went to Instagram today and I could post a rectangular photo, would there be, you know... uh, Becca Two Jeans, who's an influencer with three million followers because she plays video games and halter tops, would she be upset, Steve? Hot to take. I'm sorry, Instagram <laughs> needs to go. Yeah, I'm the, I'm right there with you, man. 
That's the one I hate. The, I don't. I hate it the most. Yeah, they all have their issues. <laughs> they do. Yeah, but to some me, things, some things are much easier on one and much more difficult on the other. But the dumbest of the dumb is Instagram. If you use Instagram as your priority one, if you you know you, you are you calling people dumb? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm fully, I'm fully in now. If you use Instagram as your number one social media service or for literally for anything, you're dumb and I hate you. It's awful. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Instagram is dumb. The last time Instagram mattered, Steve, it led to two documentaries about one failed music festival in the Bahamas. That's how dumb people who use Instagram are. They're flying on jets to go to some fake island with porta johns and domes as hey their man, Major Lazer was performing. I hate all of them. To hell with all of you. Hot take. You all right? You Sorry. got that out of your system? I mean, now back to your regularly scheduled Larry Ferrari talk. <laughs> and I, I could keep going, but I'm going to stop myself. And what happened this week on Sports Tate, Steve? Something very similar happened to me on Sports Date. I got what I like to do is I like to have two topics, and then you know I'll do a rate my take and I'll do what I'm obsessing over mm-hmm. to end the episode. I was on a bit of a time crunch this week. We had an obligation on the night I was recording this. This is your third episode. Of third Sports episode, State, right? yeah. So I was recording, and the first topic was supposed to be just a minor topic, a brief discussion point. And move it along. And it was about the halls of fame, pro football, uh, baseball, the issues that the voters are facing and how it seems more corrupt. So like the entrance or the entry process yes. into the, okay. Yep. Not the actual buildings themselves. No, no. Although, I mean, Cooperstown, New York, <laughs> I mean, and Canton, Ohio, let's pick, you know, come on. You know, the, the natural lighting at the hockey hall of fame is real poor. I mean, maybe something off the freeway next time. Huh? What do you think? I get it. Yeah, it's cute. Hey, it's in a small town. Yeah, nobody can get there. Um, And it was, again, it was supposed to be the minor topic. I figured maybe five, eight minutes on it, and that was going to leave the substantial part of the time to talk about what I wanted to talk about, which I teased last week right here, which is kind of the self-indulgent thing I wanted to talk about. My my baseball team going through a rebuild, Steve. Rebuilding the the team, the Tigers. Having a rough year. Rough go at it. I looked down. And I was still babbling away about the Halls of Fame at 17 minutes. Oh, boy. And you typically keep these to about a half hour max, Yeah, and and that's mainly for my own longevity. It's hard to just monologue Mm -hmm. for 30 to 40 minutes. It really is. Do you edit much out of it? No. Only a few times. A cough or a sneeze or something? Only a few times if it was a cough or a sneeze because... For the third episode in a row, I have forgotten to bring a simple cup of water with me. Now, uh, for those listening, you do record this at your house. Yep. I walk 15 steps down to my basement mm-hmm. and sit in a recliner chair. Oh, you've uh, now did you are you still holding the mic in no, your hand? No, no, Steve, I've innovated. So I sit in my recliner and I take a long hardcover book. And set that on the armrest right next to me, and that's where I rest my microphone now. I mean... It's the lap <laughs> of luxury. But get a mic stand, man. You can go to oh. Guitar Center and get one for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, what am I going to go Go start gigging at the local bar? 
No, you just go there and buy one. Oh, yeah. It's, Step away you're from not required. trying to be a leading man, you know, for a REM cover band down at the tavern on Fridays. Go buy a mic stand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still, still a, little, a little hopped up from the Instagram <laughs> idea. That I, All right, bring it back. Bring it back I've down. Had burning, bring it back so down. I apologize. You're at a 10. Bring it back down to about a 3. I apologize for taking that out on you, Steve. Okay. You didn't deserve that. That's a fantastic idea that I will not take. <laughs> Because I'm not putting another penny into that podcast. What do you have into it so far? Like 30 bucks? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Microphone. Got to start making money. <laughs> I mean, time is invaluable, right? Uh-huh. Now so did, about 30 bucks. Did um, Now, you had said last week that you told your wife, Katie, that next time you record, she had to be out of the house. Yeah. yeah I, did I, I she would've... abide by that? I didn't ask her to leave. Uh, again, I was on it. The time constraint didn't work out because I can't record when she's at when she's uh, at work because I now have my son. Sure. And Reed doesn't need an appearance on that podcast sure. with his dad just shouting about sports that nobody cares about. Because in theory, Reed goes down for a nap. Yeah. You go down and record the podcast. But that it, in theory, yeah, sounds sure. good. But it's not going to work because, you know, as soon as you start recording... He's going to get fussy or something. You know, the dog's going to wake him up or something like yeah. that. So you wanted her out of the house. Yeah. So um, Because I was going to get uh, the, the idea behind that was I was I was, I had anticipated I was going to get a little hot under the you're collar. You're going to get heated. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Is it because you were going to be yelling and uh, you didn't want her to get worried? And I didn't, but I did raise my voice. It got... I looked at the audio wave because yeah. I listen. There's not any editing in this. Again, it's if I cough, I'll mark it and I'll take it out. Mm -hmm. But it, I click record and I just go. And it's a weird circumstance. Yeah. But I look at the wave at the end before I, you know, finalize everything, and I can see about the volume of where everything is. And those last twelve to fourteen minutes. Are about 30% higher. Ramped up a bit. And okay. going back to what I was talking about, I, I ran a little too long on the Hall of Fame voting issues. And on this time crunch, I had I, I had ended up having to cut myself short on my Detroit Tigers rebuild mm -hmm. discussion. Had to cancel rate my take because I don't know how oh, to plan geez. a three, podcast. Three out. episodes in, you're already canceling your benchmarks. I know. I mean, it's like two guys who... Cancel two minutes of awkward conversation for six to eight months at a time. Look, sometimes things happen. Sometimes you got to adjust. You know, you, that in the NFL they call that an audible. When you see that the the that the defense is is onto your scheme, yeah, you do the old dipsy do, throw the ball left instead of running it right. In case you're wondering, that's because Steve has been studying for his <laughs> upcoming appearance. Am I going to be on? Uh, oh, never. Well, I. Going back to sports tape for a minute, I have a question that I need answered. Yeah. Because you sent me a text the other day, got my hopes up. Oh, yeah. And then you yeah. sent a follow-up text, which dashed them, and I don't know if... I don't know what to believe. I don't know where I stand. I don't know if that text was actually meant for something else. You, you said this text came in on Friday, 1.48 p.m. Yep. When you get a chance in the next few weeks, can you record a few quick items for Sports Tate for me? 
just thinking, and then you gave me a quick script and a couple variations of, and then another mm-hmm. quick line. I saw that come in. I was sitting at radio camp on Friday in Chicago, and I saw that come in while I'm sitting at a at a session. I replied instantly. I mean, you sent it at 1.48. My, my reply was sent at 1.49. Yep. I said, I thought you'd never ask. Then you followed up with, oh, S, that was supposed to go to Greg. Boy, am I embarrassed. I said, this makes me sad. So I don't know. uh, For anybody who doesn't know, Greg is is the alter ego. Yes. Of the the man Freebeer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who has done voice. He's done voice work for me in the past. Yeah. On previous podcasts. But no, uh, Steve, that that was a joke. That was meant to make you feel bad. Okay. Uh, well, mission accomplished. I've been feeling bad for three days. No, I, I can't afford the budget of you know big nationally syndicated radio show. You know. So 90, you're 90 telling minutes, me ninety minutes a day over there, and he doesn't have the time, and I can't afford him. So the good old Steve. Yeah. Getting the call up to the majors. Getting the call up to Sports Tate. Ooh. The only thing I was thinking is that. Um, like the only re- the only glimmer of hope that remained is uh, because you specifically said when you get a chance in the next few weeks, can you record a, f- a few quick items for Sports Tate for yeah. me? So the only glimmer of hope I had is knowing that there's no chance that Greg would have any clue what Sports Tate would mean. So if it was indeed meant for him, you would have said a few quick items for a sports podcast I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have been more vague. Hey... Could you do some voice work for me yeah. quick? But then I got in my own head and I thought, well, maybe he's going behind my back. Maybe he's talking to Greg. Maybe they're thinking of, of uh, doing something and I'm going to be kicked out to the curb. Suddenly I'm not going to be on my own podcast anymore. It's going to be the Greg and Kyle podcast. You know, when the time comes, Steve, I'd be happy to record a little something for you for something about something, Tate. What was that again? I forget. I've been busy. Child on the way. It's a house renovation. First of all, can't use that as an excuse. Yeah. You wrapped up the final baby tasks by all intents and purposes two weeks ago. At the, and that was only because the baby shower happened yep. and you had items in the house. Yeah. And honestly, it was everything's basically been wrapped up for like two months. Yeah. Now. You're ready. Yeah. I had to I had to put down like the transition strip in the doorway to go from carpet to hardwood which took about a half hour and then yesterday i put in a smoke detector and put up like the the blinds how about that you're all done all done yeah like i said been real busy yeah you're down in chicago listening to a bunch city that never sleeps listen to a bunch of geriatrics of a dying industry (laughs) babble about how to keep it alive boy it wasn't great this year (laughs) oh no really there were um there were some uh there was there was one incredible session. I tell you what, <laughs> so so that session was all week? Like a five day session? Yeah, yeah. Two two straight days. No, there was one there was one incredible session that uh you've probably already heard about by this point if you if you listen to the side gig. Uh we will no doubt talk about that on, on the radio tomorrow. But yeah, it was um, it was kind of disappointing this year. Still had a lot of fun. Still always good to go and see other shows. You know, friends that we've made throughout the years going to this. 
So it was good to see them. And I think that that's one of those things where it's like you go to the radio camp and it's a big convention for other morning shows. And they have sessions all day long about um, just all sort a variety of topics. But it's one of those things where you kind of learn more and gain more in the conversations that you have with other people in the hallways before and after the sessions. Sure. Like the sessions are good, but it's more about the networking and everything. But yeah, this year was didn't leave there with the same warm, fuzzy feeling that I have in the past. It was still fun though. You learn anything maybe to spice up the podcast a bit? Yeah, you got any ideas? You got any like hot bits? Maybe they talked about like you know, go, I don't know, throw drop water balloons off a roof or something and watch them. It's splash. funny you mention that. Yeah. Because I want to drop water balloons off a roof. <laughs> and- Maybe a highway overpass. Just I don't what, know. Yeah, yeah, but busy. Uh, Listen, uh, like, what I'm getting at is radio's dying, <laughs> and there's no original ideas anymore, and you guys are grasping on. It's like a scene in an action movie mm-hmm. where you're about to fall off a building, and or what you know, you got one outstretched arm holding on to you, but that outstretched just, just arm, that, and the camera zoomed in on you got you got all four, you got the yeah. thumb and all four fingers, and then. Boing, Oh no, the thumb's gone. Now we're down to four yeah. fingers. And, but oh, the oh, people, no, the pinky's gone too. But the people hanging on to that are you and your 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 coworkers. Yeah. And the outstretched arm is some dilapidated, frostbitten, gangrene ridden, three fingered mongrel. And you're just like clawing up the arm trying to stay alive mm-hmm. when everybody knows it's over. Boy, that's a grim way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. There's a couple way to look at things in life, and one is through the realistic prism, and the other is through dumb colored glasses. <laughs> and assume this industry's thriving, you know. Hypothetically, of course. Right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I thought we were doing okay, but I mean, you would know best. Well, like I said, you know, you guys get a couple boxes of Cheetos to be on a station in you know, the middle of. You're lucky. I'd be <laughs> thrilled with that. Instead, I get uh, we got a stack of IOUs, <laughs> and then they cancel before the, before the introductory period on the contract is up. You, you yeah, first to, six months free. They cancel after five. You need to have like an old time diner, you know, where they put all of the tickets and they just have oh, like that, a wood block and a little nail, nail. <laughs> and you just have a stack of radio IOUs. <laughs> ah, yes, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Thunk. Ah, Lima, Ohio. Boom. Boy, oh boy, when these come through. We're Imagine gonna be, the wealth. We are going to be rolling in it. I can't wait. Imagine the wealth. Uh, but yeah, to, to, to wrap up the my during Sports Tate, like I said, I ran out of time talking about the Tigers, so I, I need to be I need to be better at planning. Yeah. Maybe I just need to take them on here, like the Instagram take. Just maybe give, maybe you can I just finish my Detroit Tigers discussion right now? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. How long like is it going to be? About twenty. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go upstairs. Text me when you're done, or like bang on the ceiling. Listen, if you thought Larry Ferrari talk was driving the numbers <laughs> into the ground, my thoughts on the Detroit Tigers rebuild that might do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to avoid putting that in the show rundown. Yeah, skip that. Yeah, because we we don't. Um, we don't have any room after the big giveaway. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We're my launch- huge reveal and yeah. the real reason that Katie left Kyle. 
<laughs> and we're lying anyway, so who cares? You know, obviously we're not putting it back in there. Yeah. Oh man, uh, but yeah, we uh, to to wrap up the Al Alberts talk, we we really ruined <laughs> but we your yeah. But we digress. We your brother was the one who mentioned Al Alberts to us. Yes, because you didn't seem to remember it went Ferrari to Alberts. I remembered the only thing of this whole thing, this whole saga. I remember is the name Larry Ferrari. Yeah, that was the only, the only, and the whole reason we got on this topic was because we went to the Wikipedia pages for the towns that we both grew up in. Yeah, to f- and scroll down to the notable people section. By the way, I wonder how many times I've been deleted from there. It was up to like five at one point. At people, what point do they just allow it? Like, oh, hey, buddy, a lot of people seem to care about this. I tried to add me, got deleted. And then a bunch of listeners tried to add me, got deleted. But in scrolling through that list, the only name I recognized was that of Larry Ferrari. And I didn't know why I recognized it. I remember my neighbor talking about them at one point. We looked it up. Turns out he was a, an organist from my town mm-hmm. who on Sunday mornings would... Uh, fire up the old organ, the old Hammond, and play songs on television for like a half hour or an hour. 6 a.m. Unbelievable, by the way, that that was what local television was back then, was simply an hour of souped-up idiot machine playing. And when you say local television, that is a major market television station. Now, it's not like, and excuse my ignorance here, Steve... But like WGN is technically a local station, even though it goes nationwide, it's right? A super station because it's Chicago based. So obviously, it's not to that degree. No. But is it the equivalent of where you and I would get our local news tonight? Yeah. Yeah. It's WPBI. It's the, it's the ABC. It was the ABC TV station. Just a bigger signal, so it stretched. It yeah. went a little further. Yeah. So it covered the whole Delaware Valley area. Okay. Because we texted. Well, we talked about Al Alberts last week. Well, we talked about Ferrari, which yep. my brother then replied and said, oh, well, if you remember Ferrari, then that was uh, appointment listening on Sunday or appointment viewing on Sundays. And then he was followed by the Al Alberts showcase, which looked like a a star search type show where people come out and perform and then hey, everybody cheers and they sure. probably get a prize or something at the end of the show. Well, we had never heard of Al Alberts. Yeah. So we looked up Al Alberts. Turns out Al was a big pervert. Which is what we just... You heard on the intro. Yeah. So we kind of warned uh, our brother Mike about what's coming for his childhood. And yes, he was he was a bit dismayed <laughs> when he found out. He did say it changed his perspective a bit. And he... So I... I, I tried to put his entire youth on the line and I sent him a message that I, I, I hope didn't totally bum him out. Okay. This was not in our group. Text. It was, it was, oh, it was okay. But I said quite a set of heroes you guys had when you were younger, a two pairing two pay wearing drunk, divorced father of two and old uncle Al. It's a no wonder you both fled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 18 <laughs> I got to get out of, out of here that, out of that town. And again, uh in in the name of fairness, there is no evidence that shows Larry Ferrari was either a drunk or divorced. And the only thing that's remotely true in that description is Steve you said it 
by all appearances, he had a toupee. That and that's uh, based on my mom's uh, recollection. She would see him at the local grocery store, which again inexplicably was called Talk of the Town. And Not the grocery store you worked at. No, no, no. That was Acme. Okay, worked you at worked Acme at, at the, the rival of Talk of the Town, right across the street. Man, yeah, once and- once Acme moved in, T O T T closed. So old Jack was running across mm. the street doing, you know, price checks, at, price comparisons, at Talk of the Town, Under, undercutting Talk of the Town by yeah. ten cents on uh on, <laughs> on milk. <laughs> so he's you know pulling up his coat, zipping it up to his neck. Yeah thinking he's hiding anything even though he goes in there once a week and never buys an item <laughs> right yeah and coming back and dealing with long-haired hippie steve oh come on telling him that come on do we have to go do we have to revisit this again i've expressed in the past how terrible i feel about this the man has uh passed on he'll be i'm assuming greatly missed by his family mm-hmm. i do not want him to hear this and haunt me. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. So yeah, by all accounts, uh, my mom who would see Ferrari at talk of the town on a weekly basis, as she put it, had a stupid rug, bad toupee. Apparently. I don't know. I, we watched Ferrari perform tickle in those ivories. Looked fine to me. Well, I almost threw my phone into the, uh, the garbage disposal when he first texted us on Tuesday. Oh, I seem to think when Big Larry passed, the, this family bought his house. The Ercolani's. Oh, my God. I, I, It nearly went into the garbage disposal. I had to jump in and nip that in the bud right away. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that conversation. Take it to direct, you know, one-on-one text messaging. Not here for that. So you're... um. So you're out. You're done with, That's with Uncle it. Al. I am saying this right now, and I am saying this with 100% sincerity today. This is the last time on this podcast you'll hear us talk Larry Ferrari <laughs> and Al Alberts. Yep. That is happening. No chance that he will be featured again in next week's intro. And discussed for 20 minutes. Stay tuned next week for our interview with Mewtwo King. <laughs> Still nothing from Mewtwo King, huh? No, we're going to work our way. He was the in. other one that we um, that we focused on, on the notable people from the township of Cinnamons in New Jersey. We have, we have trouble with dumb fame. Like, if you think about mm-hmm. it, our first efforts to get to talk to somebody, really, was Kevin McLeod. And by dumb fame... Hey, take fame with the biggest you know uh quote marks around that word and the biggest grain of salt you can find because he's not that's what i mean kevin mcleod uh, most famous for creating this malt shop bop malt shop bop along with a variety of other uh royalty free yep. music offerings that the internet has glommed onto. Uh, also District Four, which is the introduction music for Sports Tate. Sports Tate. Okay, well we also have um let's see, some of his other hits. One of my personal favorites. Oh, I love the closed music. Well, I can't thank you enough for listening this week. You can download, subscribe. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna stop you. I thought <laughs> 
And then this one makes an appearance every now and then. Happy B-Surf. Yes, that's our uh, intermission music. Yeah, that's usually when we have to, like, we use that when you went outside to ride my moped. Yep, when um, I went outside to look at your Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> really dumb things. We, we really reserved that for the important intermissions. I think one time you used, or we used it to go upstairs so you could see our new refrigerator. Yep. Yeah, we talked about the refrigerator. You showed me all of the cabinets and the drawers <laughs> and the, the rolling shelves. Yep. Yeah. That's basically just the music that uh, we use when I want to brag about something. Boy, it's a real wonder this thing, this podcast hasn't taken off. I know. 160 in. And, yeah, I mean, with, and with segments like that, me recapping looking at your fridge mm-hmm. and me looking at the new tires on the big rig <laughs> out in the garage. Uh, but we have trouble with this. We, we essentially begged Kevin McLeod in our infancy so maybe he didn't take us seriously, you know, we were weak. Maybe he looked at the episode count and saw like four, yeah. six. Do you, do you think we should fire that effort back up? No, I think that that is a, a, that's, um, a bygone era. He's not referenced anymore on this podcast. He is. No, I still want to know how he makes money. That's what I'm curious about. Boy, that's a good question. Is he just, you see what I mean? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Do we treat a Kevin McLeod discussion like two minutes of awkward conversation, talk to him for three minutes, call his career choices stupid, say thanks for listening and pass it on and, and hang up on him? Yeah. No, no. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to upset him. He's got legions of listeners and fans. Last checked, and this was again, this was, this was a couple of years ago because... We stopped. He just would not reply. He he big timed us, Steve. Kevin McLeod, formerly of Kevin and the, and Mc, the and McLeods, the McLeods yeah. big timed us, so he wouldn't come on our podcast. Which okay, you're you're not the only one, but let's let's be very clear here. You're a royalty free musician. Yeah, that's. That's it. That's his claim. That's his claim to fame. I can't find a, his, his profile right now. But last check, he was at just about 21,000 followers on Twitter, which, again, it's more than us. I get it. But so we had trouble with him to where he stopped replying. And now most recently in a much less, well, I, I'm not even going to use the word fame. Uh, let's not talk about the hopefully now abandoned chicken joint in Van Wert, Ohio. Frickers. Who sent a terse reply (laughs) initially and was not interested in our games and our hijinks regarding like four posts on their Facebook page. Yeah, basically us asking them if we could come to their restaurant. Yes. We we were denied. It would have been less intrusive had we called and asked to reserve a table. Honestly. Yeah. That was not great. So that didn't... Okay, so we were 0 for 2. So we keep punching upwards. I still want to get my buddy LT on. Host of uh, Trucks on Power Nation. That's the show? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. Now it's called uh, Truck Tech. Used to be called Trucks. Little little rebranding a couple years back. Pay juice the ratings there. (laughs) For us or him? Trucks. I know. Truck Tech. That'll make it. They're 
Listen, and I tweeted this out last night after uh, Jason Rubino, a, a, a very good fan of this podcast, tweeted out a photograph of his, I don't know, one of the dumb neighborhood pool things, pool movies. Looks pretty sweet, right? The big, uh, yeah. the, the big screen? Yeah, well, look neat. And By the way, there's something we have to get to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. Good. But he sent this picture, and I said, there's nothing I want to do less on a Friday night. Nothing. And I will follow that up like 36 hours later by saying, Steve, there is nobody I would like to interview less than, again, what was it? Larry Tolman? <laughs> Lawrence? What's his name? LT, Lawrence Tolman. See, you remember. that. It means, was? That that's means, right? Yeah, that means he's important to you. LT's going to appreciate that. It's not. Tried it, to get in touch with him when I was in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, how'd they go? He was over in West Virginia four-wheeling. Oh, oh of yeah. course he was. He's not spending time hosting a YouTube TV series. It's not, not a... It's on actual TV. What's the channel? Spark Plug? <laughs> Power Nation. Oh, that's the network? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just because you've never heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. What's the primetime slot? Dune buggy wrenches? How do they fill that network? What's out of the overnights? Do they have like the Food Channel equivalent or, or the the Power Nation equivalent of the Food Channel's like you know worst something. bakers in the world? Is this like, you know, dumbest car people in the world? Hmm. I, I thought Power I Nation know. was like a two-hour block on Spike TV or something until they finally wised up and shut the network down. You know, you're right. <laughs> Power Nation is a block uh-huh. on NBC Sports Network. Oh, okay. So one of the... the... And the History Channel. Oh, God. So you've got... You know, Grandpa Grandpa Walter waking up Sunday morning, hoping to see a documentary about his war buddies from, you know, Korea, Vietnam, and he's got to see LT breaking down what type of bearings to use on a 22-inch wheel. Let's see. Um, this week, Project Low and Slow gets suspension upgrades. This is on trucks or whatever it's called. Truck tech. Truck tech, yeah. yeah. Wow. So they just work on... Oh God, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm done with follow-up. Well, it's a 65 C10 fleet side. Gets a coilover conversion that slams it down into the down to the ground. Yeah. I'm sure you knew that, though. Truck tech. Truck tech. Hey, you let me go on Instagram. You go ahead. When I finally do... Something about something, Tate. Possibly My. known as Jeep Tate. Um, I'm sorry, Starburst. <laughs> yeah. Vroom, vroom! Seemed unnecessary. I'm just helping you out. <laughs> it's going to happen. Beep, beep. <laughs> Me and LT. By the way, are we doing... Um, I, listen. Are we doing Big Boy Vroom Vroom up the sand hill before the end of the season? We were supposed to do it in May, and it never right. happened. Yeah, it just didn't happen. I highly doubt it was going to happen. Now, as you're less than five weeks away from the birth of your child, oh, God, at least five full weekends, well, less, 
because you don't you do not want to be away those last few weekends just in case. Yeah, well, I will t- take an at throw her in the back of the jeep and bounce around on hey, the sand hills. in labor. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're going boom, boom. Yeah. Listen, and I say this with all sincerity. I would actually really enjoy talking to LT about anything other than trucks. Hmm. I want to talk to him about, you know, what's it like hosting a TV? Like, what are the other 22 hours of his day like when he's done with that worthless job? Because he's he's so, doing a few voiceover. He's walking around so going, and, and, we put this new tailgate on. And then they throw three minutes of video clips in. He doesn't so do in, anything. So in your, in your mind... TV, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, uh. this TV. So you, you're predicting he works two hours a day. Yes. Yeah, I feel like nothing more. Because is he doing the actual uh, yes! wrench? He's doing the actual yes! wrenches. Oh my god, he's got to be so poor. <laughs> they can't even afford an actual crew. Because like most of these shows follow, you know, whatever. What's the gas monkey one? Mm-hmm. Where yeah, they have like the owner, but he really you don't ever yeah. really see him doing the wrenching. He's just walking around. Hey, I found this bitchin' new Camaro. We're gonna bring it back to the shop, and I'm gonna make Willie the greasehead fix it all up, and I can sell it for fifty grand. This yeah, this show is a bit different than that one. So we're at the tax bracket, if you will, of LT standing in front of a camera, going. Yeah, no, then we're going to put extended side mirrors on it. And then for an hour, LT installs these stupid side mirrors, but they splice it together in 15 seconds. And then he stands back up, wipes his greasy hands on his shirt, and goes, and then next, we're going to shine the tires. And he does it, and they splice it together. That's what this show is? Well, it is a DIY uh, informational how-to Does he record it as well? Why are we having this idiot on? It seems like he's not even on television. Power Nation or NBC Sports, The Deuce or whatever it's called. But no, sure, let's get the big famous truck wrencher host on and let's pick his brain about how TV works and then we can disregard it when we find out how actual TV works. You and I have done more TV work when we set up your iPhone with duct tape when we were doing construction in APS 2.0. taped it to the pipe. That's what LT's working with. I don't think so, man. I think that they have like a full uh, TV crew. A full Oh, okay. So so his wife's cousin, who's like a drug addict, and he he needs to keep him off the streets. studios in Nashville. Slips him 50 bucks and a pint of hot damn. Oh, God. I'm going to go there one day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a job there. You're going to come back with one less kidney. <laughs> That's how LT actually makes money. <laughs> I, now, that is very, very mean of you to say. <laughs> I think that that can actually get you sued. What? Inferring that a man who simply hosts a truck show I didn't infer is an organ harvester. Did it. I said, if you went there, you would come back with one less kidney. And then you followed it up by saying he harvests kidneys. Maybe. There. I hedged. You happy? That's very mean. Let's get this Yahoo on in the next few weeks, Steve. I'm in. I will be 100% respectful. I have legitimate questions about what it is like to be 
like a TV personality, mm-hmm. but a TV personality that he's not going to the grocery store and getting mobbed. Yeah, I don't know. I get he's probably like he's, honestly, it's like it's probably like you a, very niche. I mean, yeah, it's like you got you in the show and you walk around like we went to a comedy show. We talked about it back in May and we all went to dinner beforehand mm-hmm. and I was walking behind with Katie and, and nobody recognizes me anyway, which is exactly the way I want it. But as you all walked into the restaurant, two people outside smoking, I heard talking, oh, that, that's Joe. And, mm-hmm. oh, I think that was Freebeer and his wife. And it's like, it's got to be that way for for. For LT, right? For LT. I I would assume that it's probably, but prob- but you know if you go to the, I, I would you know something I think more because a lot more that TV show has the potential to reach a lot more sure. people than the radio show. Yeah, the like difference is millions, millions. Yeah, more. the difference is he's encountering that level of fame in the middle of Florida and in the middle of uh, you know North Dakota. Yeah. Whereas you, if you went to the middle of Florida. You and me and, you know, the eight-year-old screaming are the same level of fame down right, there. Right, yeah. But, I, yeah, I still, I, I would be curious because does he enjoy that? Yeah, you know, I, I'd love to talk to him. I really would. I, I have no desire to ask him about anything about truck-related. That okay. puts, so I'll, I'll ask him about uh, the Super Swampers no, please don't. on the Jeep, and then you can say, what's it like knowing the key grip? Because... And it's like a lot of these shows do, like you talked about. Oh, we're on the what are they the low and slow project? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd project be curious about slow. the timeline. How long does, how many episodes does one of those truck renovations take in real life compared to how long do they stretch it out TV? I have questions, Steve. I think that's, we should get LT on. That's one of the things that bugs me about those shows is that they'll be working on four or five projects at the same time. I want to see one project at a time, five episodes straight, and it's done. I understand why they don't do that because if, say, they you tune in and they're working on something that you don't really care about, you're going to tune out for the next five episodes. So they they sprinkle it in. So they do a little of this one, little of that one, little of that one, all in one episode. So they're kind of simultaneously working on a bunch of different projects. But I bet in real life, it's probably not that. Way. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how they shoot it. Do you see Larry like one week has like a. a, a Deep tan, <laughs> or uh, not in one week, Next but week, it, he's like he's it. working on you know a, a hot rod, and then ten minutes later he's over working on the low and slow, and he's wearing a winter jacket, <laughs> like a he's, pipe sticking yeah, out of his mouth. He's got like a mohawk in one, yeah, yeah. but then full long hair in the in the next one. And again, budgetary concerns mean that's just the way it is for Power Nation Truck Tech Talk, yeah. Truck Talk, Truck Tech, Truck Tech, not Truck Talk. Ooh. Truck Talk. Hey, there you go. Too bad it's now Truck Tate. No. No, no Steve, no. it's not a question. I have access to the podcast platform as well. If you upload a podcast with the name Truck Talk or Jeep Talk or Jeep Chat, <laughs> just gonna go I'm going it. to change it. I'm going to change the password then. <laughs> well, I'm changing the billing. This podcast is going to end over a naming issue of a side podcast that hasn't happened. <laughs> the dumbest feud known to that man. That would be the reason that this would podcast be. Yeah. ends. Not because like I have a baby on the way and our schedules are chaotic. Yeah. It'll be over the naming of what the one and only episode of Truck Talk slash Truck Tate. I do get the impression, though, that... 
people would listen to you talking about Jeeps, trucks, or your car renovations. We've had enough interactions on our social media when you were rebuilding, for the most part, your first Jeep, your daily driver now, Mm -hmm. where people were like, oh, man, make sure you post pictures day you yeah. know of what you're doing and keep us up to date with what you're doing and while that seems like torture to me yeah there there were people out there that were interested in that that's the thing if i were to record that and disperse it into the jeep community yeah like i'm i'm the member i'm a member of a couple of different if you post like, that on your facebook on, parts yeah, groups fo- yeah facebook groups and stuff like that it would probably like it's not going to get millions but it would get a decent amount it people would be would, our most listened listen to, to podcast that. I would argue so you're that saying I'm going to take one for the team and do truck talk. Take one for the team. Like, you've not been itching to do this for years. I really don't want to. Honestly, it doesn't really interest Get me. Get Sinel and Ryan Young over here. Have him be the second chair. He'll give yeah. you more contributions than I would. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not probably. Again, my contributions beep. are going to be beep, beep, and run, run. Did you see uh, So I got a new golf cart? I heard it's lifted. Got some, got some nice wheels and tires on it. Cool. You can drop some cart testicles on the back too. <laughs> Super necessary. Lifted golf cart. Don't even get me started. I'm out. Yeah. Of, I'm out of take time today. <laughs> I'm a little the, disappointed. I can't get the scoot running. I've been trying. Yeah, you talked about this for like last two week. weeks. I've been trying for two weeks to get the scoot up and running. So where are you at now? This is a scooter that. Uh, was given to you or that you received yeah it is a souped up scooter it is it is we've talked about it i don't know if we've given the specifics your normal how many cc's is a normal scooter it's a 50 cc engine but mine has what's referred to as a big bore kit on it of course so it is now about i think it's like 88 cc's got like the double carb still single carb for uh four piston machine not quite. Um, if it was four piston, that would be that would be incredible. Yeah, um, just the no. one then. Single piston. Yeah, yeah of course. But of course. it does. Um, it Keeps does the about... fluids up on that thing. Yeah, like your your brake and your transmission fluid. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, fully topped off. The thing does about. Does that 60... got wiper fluid? <laughs> no, no wiper fluid because uh, it does not have a wiper. Seems like an oversight. Sorry. I, I mean, obviously, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, of course not. So, it... I'm just waiting. No, no, I have nothing else. That's about uh, 60... Regular size tires on that thing, Steve, or you got those upgraded as well? No, standard standard size. Standard What's the standard tire size on the scoots? It's like a... F- 14? 16. Maybe a 16? 16, probably. Sounds like it's a 17-ish. The old girl's just not running well, though. Well, it's not running at all. Done n- numerous tests on it. Can't figure out. About 88 out. cc's, then, you said? Bored out? About 88, yeah. Bored out? Big, big bore kit. So does that just mean they drill a couple holes in her? Yep, yeah, just drill holes right through the engine. And that's just for more ventilation? Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta let the puppy breathe, is what they say in the engine world. <laughs> yeah, you want your car to go faster. Drill some holes in the engine to let that puppy breathe. Nailed it. Are you, su- are you sure you're not into cars? <laughs> so again, 
I apologize. I did not mean to interrupt, Steve. You said the Scoot's having problems, and I Scoot's sympathize issues, with yeah. you because that is your Do you? that's your summer rider. Yeah. Uh, and by summer rider, I mean you take it out about six to eight times a summer. Yeah, well, hasn't gone out since last... Uh, last September? Boy, probably September or October. So where are we at on the diagnosis? Do we need to get LT in? Uh, you know something? I bet LT would know how to fix it. But I think I'm going to call up the, the place that I got it from Did you check the alternator on that? Uh, it does not have one. Huh. I don't think it does. How about a serpentine <laughs> belt? Serpentine belt no, on there? No serpentine No belt. serpentine? No, no. No. Anything else? Any other questions? I couldn't think of a... I couldn't possibly think of another one. You take the kickstand off it like you would... <laughs> Like you want a break on a rollerblade to look more badass, Steve? No, then it would be very difficult. To, you just to lean it up against it. a building or just drop it? <laughs> lean it up against a car that I park next to? No. No, I don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, I'm, I'm apologize again. I'm, that's, I couldn't possibly think of another question, so I'm, I'm sorry. You grease the bearings on those wheels? Is that maybe the issue? That's, you get in there with some no, elbow that, grease or some real grease, whatever you prefer you can buy at the store? It's probably not the reason that it won't start. No. Probably not. Probably not. Do you put gas in it? It's got gas in it, yeah. The problem is I'm not getting any ignition. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Don't mind that. Well, I, listen, I gave it my all. <laughs> I can't speak for LT. Wanna, or, I mean, I'm going to work on it once we're done here. I mean, would you look at the time? Uh, we've. Whew, I'm so busy. I got a kid. Do you? Yeah, he's on the way. He's being born. <laughs> Wasn't he born last October? Listen, man, time's a flat circle. Nobody really knows. <laughs> time is a flat circle. What's that mean? That's uh, it's from Matthew McConaughey in True Detective Season uh. 1. You know? Best five, six, two, two, one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> this was it. Dumbest episode we've ever done. No, no, definitely not. Not worse. You than don't one. think this beats? No, no, not the one the other day. This is going to depress people. And I can't even put the poll up like I normally do now before the show airs. But I want to put, was this the worst episode you've ever heard? No. And I honestly don't know what would make me more sad. Yes or no. <laughs> They're both sad. Because And here's what I want to do. And this works well, and, and I'm glad that this is a decent enough segue for me to talk about this. We had tweeted... Well, we, t we finally talked to our friend Dan Scheich last week, before we get into the Fast Five. Yeah. We were finally able to talk to our friend Dan Scheich last week, who decided who sent us a, a nice email a few months back that he was going back to the start to listen to the podcast after he heard an episode. So we, I found a few others on our, on our Twitter this week who were doing the same thing, Steve. One of the brothers Humphrey, right? One of the brothers Humphrey, who th this is Steven, who came up to you at a live event two with years, his yeah, brother. Was, uh, two or three years ago at our live at night show here in Grand Rapids at the after party. And said... Um, like I don't like the podcast. Like directly and, told you. And while that made, while that disappointed me at the time, I respect that. 
because I respect someone just flat out saying they didn't care for it. Uh, oh, sure. I Yeah, and I have no problem that, with that. Uh, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but at least I know that at least there's no gray area between me and Stephen Brothers Humphrey. So Stephen, again, one half of the Brothers Humphrey has gone back to the start. He is live listening as of earlier this week. Or as of yesterday, he was on episode four already. Yeah, just chugging along. Matthew Harden. Wait, uh, episode four, he gave a quick recap. Um, Kyle had a good day. He revealed his quick love affair with Hope Solo's butthole. It was so aggravated. Oh, boy, that was Steve's that a saga. Of, so it was so aggravated about Steve's love of pizza puffs that he nearly vomited. Oh, my God. And so, then he followed up with his his own hot Tate. Hashtag hot Tate. Pizza puffs are delicious. You guys are great. I'm sorry for doubting. We're not talking anymore. Thank you, Stephen. Now, now Stephen. Uh, so Matthew Harden went back to the start. And maybe we should talk to Matthew Harden. He's all the way on episode 73. He's wow. blown past Dan Scheich. Well, we don't know, because Dan was on like episode 50-something last week. And he's listening at 1.7 times the speed. Yeah, and he said he could sometimes do two episodes a day. But, I mean, if he really doubled down, could he, could have, he could be he in could the be 70s. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Bean McDonald. I don't know if he's related to Sean Robert McDonald. S. Robbie S. Mack. S. Robbie Mack. No, I don't think so. I believe, uh, well, I mean, it, I guess it's possible, but S. Robbie Mack is in the capital region of all okay. of New York. Uh, Jeff Bean McDonald is in this area. Because Jeff McDonald puts not only Dan Scheich to shame, Stephen Humphrey to shame, mm hmm. And Matthew Harden to shame, as Jeff McDonald started on episode one two months ago. Two months. Mm -hmm. And it's fully caught up last week. Wow. That's a lot so of that's listening. that's 160 episodes in roughly 60 days. Do you happen to have so our... that's like two and a half episodes a day. Do you happen right? to have our Apple Podcast uh, page open? What's our full-ish runtime? I mean, we can estimate, right? Let's call it about 300... Over 300 hours? 160 episodes. We, I'd say we're averaging about an hour and a half an episode. So let's just call it 300 hours. Yeah. 300 hours in 60 days. Ish. That's, yeah, that's... So he did, yeah, two, two and a half episodes a day, I bet. That is so much of me. And me. I couldn't listen to... Uh, listen. No. I tired myself out talking about sports this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hear you for that amount of time. Oof. I'm fine with hearing me for that amount of time. Oof. But not you. Definitely not you. Uh, so maybe we need to talk to Jeff Bean McDonald. I think that's fun. Like, anybody who's binged this. Yeah. And I did, I did put the hashtag on there. Hashtag SKPodBinge. If you've done that, if you jumped in the middle of this podcast and have gone back to listen, I want to add you to the list of two minutes of awkward conversations so we can ask... How often did you listen at regular speed? And But most importantly, who hurts you? <laughs> yeah, why? Why would you do such a thing? Because as dumb as this show is, you could pretty much jump in, and if you just listen for about a month straight, get the general idea... Yeah, it's not like we're... ...of what we're doing here. I mean, yeah, we reference stuff from the past all the time, but it's not like we ever give the correct background as to why oh, we're no, referencing We just it. yell at Nikki. <laughs> to give us the proper context. I saw that Nikki was a little disappointed, I guess, because we hadn't given her an art project for last week. Oh, God, yeah. 
Well, yeah. we'll come up with something. Yeah, and I just had an idea for one. I already, I already forgot if that's the way this works. Uh, but we also had all Austin Fullwilder, Fullwider. Sorry, uh, started three months ago, and he's up to the Billboard campaign and the charity boxing match for Limbless Dog. Okay, so he's about a year ago, probably. Yeah, that all started. It was some, last summer. Yeah, it was last yeah. summer. I think I can safely say I'm in the golden age of the Steve and Kyle podcast. Oh, yeah, those were the glory is, days. You were absolutely right. Glory so, days. If you've been doing well that. just stop there, although you won't hear this for another like couple months. We should have stopped then. <laughs> we should delete the rest of these. Should we delete everything after like the Limbless Dogs charity box off and just act like this podcast died that day? Do you want to do, instead of a poll this week, just do an open-ended, what was your favorite episode? What was your favorite? Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite continuing theme? Yeah, what was your favorite storyline? I say storyline, obviously, with quotation marks, because yeah. it's not like any of what we're doing here is planned or fake at all. Yeah, because um, it could be, I mean, God, it could be so many things. It could be the celebrity box-off uh, with, for limbless dogs, it could be the billboard. The billboard. It could be your uh, crazy injury. Yeah. Um. The there's a lot of themes. The surfer <laughs> it wasn't really a continuing theme, though. Was, I mean, a continuing theme would be suspension bridge versus covered bridge. That yeah. that's been a recurring debate uh, after the first initial argument. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see, let's get some comments this week on what's your favorite episode. And again, if you are doing this, if you went back, even if you're not doing it now, you went back to the start of this thing after hearing an episode and decided I need to listen from episode one on. And you're either caught up. Well, you'd have to be caught up to know that I'm saying this. <laughs> uh, hashtag SK Pod Binge. Let us know you've done that, and I can put your name on two minutes of awkward conversation because I want to talk to you about why, how, and what hurt you uh, to make you want to do this. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Boy, did I do one? Yes, I did. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Taylor Swift. Um, oh, yeah, she was... Uh... Are you, I'm assuming you're talking about the Kid Rock thing? Yeah, Steve. I'm too old to stay up late last night to see why hashtag Drunk Taylor was trending. Oh, I didn't see Drunk Taylor. Well, there's um, a short video of her. who She had a bit much to drink, and she was enjoying herself. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw the Kid Rock tweeted at her. Yeah. Um, what, what was Weird that? shot, right? Yeah. What did he say? Something about... Um... Taylor wants to be a dem now wants to be a Democrat. Oh boy, I don't even have the tweet handy. Let me see if I can grab it because quickly. it like gets her in movies or something. Or yeah, she's trying to like launch her acting career. Yeah. Which okay, listen, there's never going to be a Kid Rock Taylor Swift feud that anybody really cares about, right? No, but it's the last half of the tweet that got people kind of up in arms about it. Taylor Swift wants to be a Democrat because she wants to be in movies, period. And it looks like she will suck the doorknob off Holly Weird to get there. Oldest move in the book. Good luck, girl. And this is simply because it seems like Taylor Swift has come out in recent months for gun control. Yeah. Which... For equal rights for the LGBTQ community. And she must have done something in the last few days, though, that maybe sparked this. I don't know. Maybe not, though, because Kid Rock proving how old he is and how out of touch he is because he he's one of those people that tweets something and then signs it Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of understood that if it's coming from your Twitter, that it's uh, that it's from you. So who knows? He may be just really old and just now seeing when Kanye interrupted her on stage or he is in his fifties, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's in a, he's a 50 plus year old yeah. man. I don't know. That guy, 
I cannot trust. You know something? We should probably get to this on the turnaround. On the turnaround. Next. Uh, and when I did, I, I kind of debated putting on here because it's more terrifying to me than the actual discussion. But uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was uh, I was torn when I saw last night that. Was it last night? Yesterday yeah. morning. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I think I saw last night. I didn't really pay attention to any, any news Too all day. Too busy down at Radioville. Too busy in Radioville. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Boy, that's a shirt idea, Nikki. Radioville. <laughs> but use the descriptions I provided. So the opposite of Pleasantville, where everything's like nice and tidy. It's just <laughs> ramshackle buildings with boards on it saying, yeah. you know, sorry. And then, you know, kind of graffiti that's blaming. You know, the economy for why this local business couldn't yeah. make it. And then maybe, just a, maybe a tower in the background that has been like broken in half and it's kind of like yeah. half fallen over. And then just sad Steve walking down the road looking like a hobo, though. And oh, you have a peg leg now because radio's <laughs> so beaten you down to nothing. So you have a peg leg, a hobo uh-huh. beard, and you're just walking around with a microphone with a cord that stretches no, no, to no, your was, waist, not hooking say, anything. I have, I'm just dragging my headphones on the ground yes. behind me. Yes. And again, your head is down like, uh, like Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. After the football, yeah. After Lucy's pulled the football, there you go, Nikki. Yeah. This is an undertaking yeah. because I want like the town you saw in like Blazing Saddles. <laughs> this is yeah, but this is like this is a perfect uh, project for Nikki because yeah. Nikki's Nikki's illustrations always have so much going on in yeah. them. She manages to fit every little minute detail plus some. But in then there. in like the front corner, you know where it says welcome. You have a, your big sign. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Radioville, and the population is just one, and next to it is obviously a larger number now, crossed out. Now with and the sign "Welcome to Radioville," obviously some of the letters are crooked because yeah, they, one they're falling off. Yeah, there's an E on the ground. Yep. Um, okay, but now back to Jeffrey Epstein's suicide. Walmart. Um, no, so that, that transition worked. <laughs> Boy, I'd feel bad if he um, if there was any indication that he had been a remotely decent human being. Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, but, yeah, uh, we'll talk about it on the turnaround. For me, it's not a feel bad situation at all. No, for me, it, it's, it's the, a it's a feel bad situation, but it's a feel bad situation for the obviously the people that were his victims right because they're not going to get to experience any kind of justice right we'll get um, to more of that as much justice as they could have gotten right he was able he was yeah. just going to go to jail for for the rest of his yeah, life yeah and he was in his 60s so it's not like he had a lot of you know a ton of life left in him uh next walmart uh, i'm assuming you're referring to uh the like people trying to get them to stop selling they are done weapons. Oh, they are. They're, They're done selling video games. Oh, good. That are violent. Oh, well, that's the problem. Video games. So it seems like so. Yes. This that, is, how very Columbine. This is the first of two instances. Now, Walmart has done this. The second instance, Universal uh, Pictures and Blumhouse have now canceled the release of a movie coming in September called The Hunt after Donald Trump tweeted about it and said this is part of the problem. 
That's a full-fledged motion picture from a successful movie house in Blumhouse. They make well-reviewed and very profitable horror movies. Yeah. And Universal Studios, one of the biggest names in movie producing today. And one tweet, fake tweet, by the way, essentially implying, you know, violent movies, violent video games are, are at the root cause of what's happening. Yeah. That's... Has now caused this multi-billion-dollar studio, worldwide infrastructure for all of these, to say, okay, we'll pull this millions and millions of dollars budgeted movie off the docket. It's weird. I haven't heard the um, the video games cause violence argument in I don't know twenty years. Twenty years probably. was Columbine, yeah, Steve. Columbine. Twenty years was nineteen ninety nine um, when Columbine happened. Almost exactly two months. I, I wonder at what point they're going to uh, they're going to blame like. Kids listening to Black Sabbath. Well, that was before you know? Columbine, right? Yeah, exactly. That was Tipper Gore and the and the what was it? The PMRC, yeah. saying that uh, video game or um, uh, uh, music is the devil and it's the cause of all that is bad in this country. Jesus, I mean, haven't there been hundreds of studies that have proven that there's not a link between video game violence and real life violence? But why would they? Why would he listen? It doesn't matter. You need to blame something other than guns and assault rifles and access to guns, yeah. right? I, I, yep. Listen, I don't. We, we don't delve deeply, deeply into it unless we want to call anti-vaccine people stupid, <laughs> which we do. We do, and I'm okay with doing. Can that. we blame the anti-vaxxers? We could probably find a way. Yeah. Why not? But it's. This isn't even a band-aid on a problem because it's not a problem. This is refusing to look at a problem, which, as it stands, is probably access, easy access, unlimited access for the most part, to any weapon you so choose. No, you didn't hear? It's video games. Joe Biden. <laughs> Uncle Joe. Did you hear his quote Friday? Um, yeah, what did... Uh, the full quote, uh, we have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as, as talented white as white kids. Huh. And then he quickly corrected himself. Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it. But think how we think about it. He's senile, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I think Uncle Joe needs to, needs to take a couple steps back. And, In a true and sign. Because I don't think. I, I think we've talked about this before. He didn't want to run for president. He should have ran in 2016 he when should've. everybody wanted him to. But he didn't want to run then, which makes me think he really didn't want to run this time because he's obviously four years older. And uh, so why did he pick a time then where it seems like the Democratic Party is moving further, moving younger and moving more, you know, quote unquote, progressive and to that group, why does he decide to jump into a candidate group of 20 plus now? It, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. And it, of course, because he's the name of the names on the Democratic Party right now, he's atop the polling. Um, well, we'll talk about more. We'll talk more about this on the turnaround. Will we? And finally, Beverly Hills 90210. You mean BH 90210. Sorry. Did you watch? I did not. Me neither. Good talk. Before that, Joe Biden. Ah, Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, th that just seems like a, a situation where everybody wanted him to run in 2016. He, like most other people, probably didn't think that 
Donald Trump had a chance at winning the presidency. Sure. So he probably thought, no, let someone younger and take you know, it time to time to pass the torch. Um, but I would assume he just got pressured. He got right. pressured by Democrats to to run because, no, we need you more than ever now, Joe. But it feels like it's changed because for decades and, and centuries, vice presidents, that's just the way it went. If you served under a sitting president, you then ran, you ran, but then it stopped after Al Gore lost. Yeah. You know, in 2004 uh, or in 2008, you didn't see Dick Cheney run 2016. You didn't see Biden run. And now obviously he tries to do it in 2016 or in 2020. And I don't know that he'll end up being on the ballot. I don't know. I'd be surprised. There's so many right now. And again, we talked about this with the debates. The next session will set a lot of uh, set most of the actual election cycle up as they pair that group down Mm -hmm. from 20 plus down to 10 and under. It seems like it's ridiculous, though. 20 plus. Like, did you not learn anything from 2016? Yeah. That you have to present a united front. Democrats have not. And they're all (laughs) yelling at each other. More divided than ever. There's 20 of them. They have to do debates over two nights. And they're all yelling at each other. All of them. And the only thing they can agree on is that they don't like Trump. Yeah. You need a little bit more than that. But they're even divisive in that about, well, should we open an impeachment inquiry? Yes. No. Maybe. And then they're all mad at each other about yes, no, or maybe. But with that, don't focus on that. I want to know what you're going to do when you're the president. Yeah. I don't want to know what you want to do to the current president. It's exactly what's going to happen to lead to the reelection in 2020 of Donald Trump at this at Donnie this, T. At this rate, the Democrats are self imploding on themselves. Well, yeah. it may it's self imploding. Are just based on their inability to you know weed out their own insufficient candidates like Marianne Wils- uh, Williamson, who talks about you know the stars and energy and mm. stones. Why was she up there on the debate stage? You know, I for one look forward to four more years. For that Walmart, they are uh, they're taking us in. I believe Walmart did stop selling weapons a few years ago. I believe after one of the mass they, shootings a few years ago, they stopped selling. Maybe it was just assault rifles. I think so. I I think that they stopped selling or cert, maybe certain kind of am, yeah certain kinds of ammunition or something. But boy, ballsy move! Way to stand up for everything by really eliminating the problem. Yeah, seventeen-year-olds aren't going to get the new Call of Duty anywhere else. It's going to be absolutely impossible to find down the uh, you know across the street at GameStop mm-hmm. or on their phones on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you're fixing it, Walmart. Way to way to give in. Thank you. For the Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I don't want to delve too much into it. Again, I, I'm choosing not to think about it. This screams fishy. I think to everybody. Yeah, I saw this is a the... man who knew the names and of names. Yeah, of people involved in the most hideous crime you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And a day after some documents get leaked. Happens to pass away He's two weeks after a, a previous suicide attempt. And reports yesterday are that he was taken off suicide watch that day. There was a security camera malfunction that day. Hmm. It, and again, I, I like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. There is much more to this one than there is most. Right? I mean, from... the. 
there's just too much going on that makes it seem like this isn't the way it just is. Right. He didn't just do this again. Ah, yeah. It, it, it's terrifying to me. And I texted my friend yesterday. It just goes to show that with money, you can do anything you want and cover up anything mm-hmm. you want. If yeah. you're that whew, horrifying. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know what happened. Terrifying. And lastly, Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't think she's responded, has she? I don't think so. And she probably I, I wouldn't, won't. Yeah, I can't imagine she would. That'd be much more publicly... It would make it better off for Kid Rock if she responded. Yeah. It, because she want, he wants that publicity of even a headline saying Kid Rock and Taylor Swift, because that's going to unite a whole group of people behind, let's buy Kid Rock music and go well, buy the Kid, Kid Rock, Rock merch. Yeah, Kid Rock's completely irrelevant now. It's like when he... Uh, a couple years ago when he kept teasing that he was going to run for Senate. And it was revealed, shockingly, he wasn't going to run for Senate, but he just happened to have an album coming out. Yeah, and it turns out that nobody knows where that money went. Uh, Just as comparison, his last few tweets went 233 comments, 1.3 thousand retweets. Uh, The next one, 745 retweets, 7,500 likes. The one right before the Taylor Swift heat, 89 retweets, 762 likes. The Taylor Swift tweet, 60,800 comments, 33,400 retweets, 146,100 likes. Hmm. So it's doing what... It's doing what he hoped it would do. And he's a guy who he's had enough success and he's been open about this stuff before. He doesn't care. Yeah. If this isn't going to affect him negatively, one ounce. No. He has made a boatload of very successful music. He is very successful where he is successful in that music group and in the communities he visits and plays at. For crying out loud, when they opened uh, or two summers ago or three summers ago, he did like 12 straight nights at a music venue here in mm-hmm. Michigan. And he was the very first musician at the new arena in Detroit. He's he is successful. He's probably going to stay successful, and this only is going to weirdly ratchet that up. Yeah, it's funny too because I think if you were to ask his average fan, how did Kid Rock come up? You know, how was he? Yeah, what was his childhood like? They'd be like, oh man, he he lived in a trailer. He was uh, he you know his parents weren't around, and he was white trash. He grew up in like one of the most affluent suburbs yeah. in the Detroit area. In like a massive house and like he's a everything he does i mean i don't fault him but he's a fraud he's a complete fraud well he started off as doing he was a hip-hop artist right mm-hmm. i mean his first album and his early work i mean there's still the performance of him with you know ball wit to ball at mm-hmm. the mtv video music awards and then three four years later he's doing uh, I got a picture today with Cheryl Crow, mm-hmm. and then ten years after that, he's you know uh, sampling yeah. "Sweet yeah. Home Alabama." Yeah. Now he's like, now he's a cowboy for now a summer icon. So, yeah, you could not like the man. He is, by all appearances, a very smart businessman in yeah, the way definitely. he handles and conducts his own stuff. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, there is a 
Definitely no doubt about that. Alright, first on my list, which I don't have pulled up, there we go, is WWE SummerSlam. Oh, tonight it's the biggest party of the summer, Steve. SummerSlam 2019. Okay, Goldberg next. making his return Goldberg, again against huh? my favorite wrestler. Dolph Ziggler can't Dolph wait to Ziggler. watch my favorite wrestler be crushed up next by an un- ESPN the Ocho. Man. ESPN the Ocho. Watch some cornhole. Did you? Uh, was not able to tune in earlier in the day. I saw they were doing like slippery steps. Slippery stairs was. Uh, it seemed like by far the runaway hit. They had the uh, pizza acrobatics. Did you see the one sport where it's a? They use a ping pong table. But instead of ping pong paddles and ping pong balls, they use a volleyball, and you can yeah, only hit it with uh, your head. He, uh, what was it called? I have no idea. Oh, uh, because the guy who was competing was Hetty Potter. <laughs> it was one of the guys' names okay. who was competing in that and another event that day. But yeah, I was only able to tune into Cornhole, which, by the way, is very mainstream, and they're airing tournament finals on mm-hmm. ESPN, ESPN3, all these things. Very mainstream. Yeah. I also enjoyed the one sport of juggling dodgeball. Yeah, juggling dodgeball. They had the dod- the actual dodgeball competition that night, uh, USA versus Canada. Did we win? We were down 12 to 1. Did we win? Came back and won. Oh, baby. USA! 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 Okay, so sad here. All right, next, Jeffrey Epstein. I think we pretty much covered that. Yep. Yeah, I don't... Hmm. In fear of uh, this audio being delivered to somebody or being over... I don't even like talking about it. It honestly has terrified me hearing that Mm -hmm. news yesterday. That's the most high-profile inmate in all of jail. Not just that jail. Jail. Right. And he's not being watched... Weird, right? Yeesh. Uh, next, the Yankees and the White Sox. Did you hear the news about where they're going to play a game next year? Yeah, and we need to go. You I think? think that would be... Yeah, because you need... Where else? I was... Where else could the preeminent voice-imitating artist <clears throat> of James Earl Jones himself be needed than at the actual <clears throat> Field of Dreams in Iowa with <clears throat> two major league teams playing? Ray... People will come, Ray. Oh, still got it. It's like just slipping on an old comfortable shoe for you. I was a little disappointed because this story was a bit clickbaity when it said that they're going to play at the Field of Dreams field in Iowa. Oh, was it? Not exactly. Oh, I didn't know that. They're going. Read. They're not playing on the actual field. They're going to build a field like adjacent to it. Oh, really? Yeah, like a temporary 8,000-seat stadium. Oh. What? Why? Is the field, is it not playable, maybe? Well, they said it's still open as a tourist attraction. Who knows? Maybe the, um, uh, maybe the dimensions aren't right. They aren't, maybe they aren't big enough, or it's too big. I don't know. But they, I was watching a story from, I think it was ABC News this morning, and they said that it would be, they kind of buried that. They buried the lead 
Yeah. That was like the last line. Oh, by the way, the game will not be played on the actual field. It'll be played in a temporary field set up adjacent to the field. Just play it in the town then. What's it matter at that point? Yeah. That's stupid. So that'll be the first time that a professional baseball game has been played, not only at that site, but in the entire state of Iowa. A oh, major, wow. Major, there's never been a major league, not professional. That'll never be, be fun. Never been a major league baseball game played there. That would be fun. I'd I think we should go. go. I'd love to go. I mean, I say that without knowing... And assuming 8,000 seats for the first ever game in the state of Iowa. Probably going to go pretty quick. Probably not going to be easy but to get. We could get a drone. And we could get that. We could get like an updated shot of the, the headlights of all the people pulling up to the game. You know, like the, the famous scene in the movie. As the, the camera pans out and you see all the lights pulling in. Anything they're going to walk out of the field? The cornfield? I bet they will. They can't. I bet they will. You can't tell, you know, this baseball player who makes 30 million bucks. Yeah. Go line up in the corn stalks. Oh, dude, I bet they'll do it. That's probably all their favorite movies. I see they posted, MLB posted a picture uh, or a, a, whatever you call it. A, like a rendering? Of yes, of what it like. should look like or what they think it's going to look like. Yep. That's silly. Instead of just using the field. Although I guess it's probably not, you know, you'd still have to install a fencing and everything. So you'd have to do some work on that field. Imagine if they didn't, though. They just used it as is. And people just, like in the movie, they bought a ticket and sat down the third baseline. Information on limited ticket availability will be announced by MLB in the months ahead. I am assuming it will be a lottery. Just like, yeah. like if tomorrow, if your team makes the playoffs or the World Series, you get dibs if you paid for season tickets. But if not, you simply put your name into the lottery, wait in the lobby, and see if you get chosen. With 8,000? Well, we got we to put our names in. We're going to put our, we're both putting our names in. We're going to try to get these tickets. Because, uh, man, that would be fun. Yeah. And we're not even staying for the game. We could sell those no, tickets. Screw baseball. We're going to go there. You're going to stand on the field the afternoon of. Yeah. And you're going to say, you're going to give your Ray, or your, uh, your James Earl Jones impression. Ray, people will come, Ray. Mm. That's good. And then we're going to get back in the car, and we're hitting the road. We'll talk about the rest of this on the turnaround. Oh, geez, I thought we were on the turnaround. <laughs> we can be. We should be by now. Uh, NFL preseason is the last one on my list. Yeah, you know, I'm... Your, your Lions played... Didn't look so good, right? Nope, looked miserable. Uh, so I'm going to go with the tried and true. Ah, it's just preseason; it doesn't matter, right? You got a big prediction for the year for your for the Lions? Let's do it right now. Uh, six and ten. Six and ten. What were they last year? Six and ten. Six and ten. So big improvement over last year. Best case scenario is eight and eight. I don't see it happening. Is the the chubby little doughboy still their quarterback? Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Matthew Stafford, the definition of the, uh, you know, that kid who was a star quarterback, even though oh, maybe he didn't look like it. And sure enough, he married the blonde cheerleader from yep. the college and is now making millions of dollars in the NFL. So, I'll yeah. tell you what, though, he can drink a beer. Remember yes, that video can. that went viral of him, like at an Applebee's or yes, something? Yes, he can. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, did you see the video of Baker Mayfield last week? I Chuck? did. Saw that. Not as impressive. Uh, listen, the I don't biting know, the he, beer he opens bit, impressive. Yeah, that's that. He's over Stafford. But he stone cold Steve Austin the beer, and most of it just ran down his clothes. You know, I'm going to give it to him, though. I, I feel like 
if he needed to, he could have gotten it all in his mouth. Probably. But the biting of the can, that's incredible. That was impressive. That's a skill. I've never tried that. I don't think I want to because I'm pretty sure I'd make my gums bleed. Somehow. Yeah, somehow you'd have you'd find like that, like the same tooth that if you bite down on tin foil and it just seems like a shockwave. Oh god! So you just take the beer can, one tooth would hit it, and you just like launch the can <laughs> off because you're so in pain. Yeah. Uh, before that, we had uh, the Yankees and White Sox playing at the Field of Dreams Field in Iowa, but not really. They're playing adjacent to the field, so they're just gonna set up a. Like a whole stadium? Yeah. It, hmm. And obviously they've done the logistics to figure out, well, we could build the stands and everything on the actual Field of Dreams, but it would, we'd probably have to, because that's closer to the road, it looks like. We'd have to, you know, probably close down the road and do is all the, of this stuff. Is that farmhouse still there? Like the, that was their house? I'm sure it's renovated, but it was still there in the picture they showed. Yeah. Um, so is this, is this Major League Baseball testing the waters for, like what the NHL does with the Winter Classic series or the the Winter Classic series or whatever they call yeah. it, where because it used to be just one. Yeah, now one it's like a series of eight day. games. Yeah. yeah, I don't know because MLB hasn't really talked about expansion or anything in a few years. Do you think the the next year they'll play uh, at the Sandlot? Oh, now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> or what are what are some other famous baseball movies? Oh boy! Well, they played the major league games in the actual park of major Le- of the Cleveland Indians. I you think believe. they'll put that. You think they'll rebuild it? No, it's not. There's down no there. use to do that. <laughs> How about? Oh no, that's a good question. I don't know if they have Henry Rowan Gardner when he played for the Cubs. Was that, that was, Wrigley that was Field? Really at Wrigley, that was Rookie of the Year. I yeah, think. Rookie of the Year. Angels in the Outfield was at that Angels park in, in Anaheim. Boy, they really yeah. They just use baseball stadiums because huh. for you know. Three hundred bad, bad news year. bears. The yay, the Walter Matthau like, bad news bears played in a little league field. But then didn't they play it like the Astrodome for the big championship? Oh th- yeah, that makes sense. So again, just another baseball stadium yeah. that doesn't really matter. That's not still there, is it? The Astrodome. Uh huh. Look that up. I mean, put the brakes on. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> Uh, it was designated TSAL in uh, in 2017. What does that mean? TSAL to 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 serve at yeah. last. Yeah, you got it, man. I mean, it's it looks like it's still open. What does... Boy, this is dumb, man. Uh, the Astros played their final regular season game there in 1999. They hosted the 1989 NBA All Star Game. 2001, they hosted oh. WrestleMania. What does TSA, TSAL stand for? Tishman Spire Australia Limited. <laughs> well, it feels like, yeah, it feels like it's almost like the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit. To save a life. On April 9th, 2018, the Astrodome was used as a museum for the... Transition from school to active life. That's it. That's the one. It got promoted. Uh, Astrodome was used as a museum for the event known as Dome Coming. I, I feel like it's one of those... It's Yeah, and in 2018, it received a Texas state historical marker from the Texas Historical Commission. 
Isn't that where they played the technical uh, stampings automotive limited play the Friday night lights championships without the Astrodome or are those at the mm. old cowboy stadium? I think it was the old cowboy stadium. Well, this has been your deep dive. This source for analytical laboratory on the Houston Astrodome, which we don't have an answer for. T-S-A-L. All right, before that, Jeffrey Epstein, and before that, ESPN, The Oat Show. Yeah, it's a cool little thing that they do, right? That's, that's neat that they do it. Uh, it's sad they actually didn't do it on The Oat Show this year, 8-8. They did it on 8-7. Why did they do that? Oh, yeah, football, baby. There oh, was going to yeah. be preseason. Yeah. They needed the whole day to block off talking about preseason week one. And before ESPN The Oat Show, it was WWE SummerSlam. Would you look at that? Tonight, Steve Goldberg returns to the ring since the first time since his blood money match against The Undertaker in Saudi oh, Arabia. Boy, yes. Universally panned as being an absolute train wreck. We've got Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Is he going to be able to win the belt back off Brock Lesnar? Is the WWE stuck in Brock Lesnar? Oh, man. What happened? Did your microphone just, just died? Kofi Kingston. It's Kofi, Kofi, Kofi King Man is going to win the big belt. And, oh, what? what's going on? Did your microphone act? Did your microphone finally give out? Is it finally falling? No, no, I just hooked my shoulder. So whenever you give takes, your body has to move. It's like a dance. It's like a dance when you're giving a take. And so the microphone got stuck on my shoulder. All right, you can call or text your questions, comments, or concerns. 424-30-SK-POD, 424-307-5763 on all social media, at Stephen Kyle. When is the next sports date? Two weeks? Uh, well, the most recent one was was released last Friday. Uh, it'll be two weeks from then, so it'll be August uh, 24, 20, 23? 22, probably. I think Friday was the 8th. 8th or 9th, whatever. That, that Friday, I'd like to do one every few weeks. Uh, un- unless time says otherwise. But, yeah, stay tuned. August 22nd or 23rd, the new Sports Tape. Stay tuned uh, to Sports Tape for some fantastic vocal imaging by yours truly. Free beer! No, no. That is still hurtful. Talk to you next week.